Welcome back to the Whispers from the Shadow podcast. I'm Super Jimmy. <laughs> Not this pleasure. <laughs> Technical difficulties, you gotta love them. Always, always. Uh, we're, we're recording audio, right? You see the, you see it spiking. Yeah, we're here. Definitely, audio's recording. My camera's on. Your camera's on. We got backdrops. We're good. So, right. uh, for today's episode, we're going to be discussing uh, movie villains and monsters. So, if you have a movie villain or monster that you want to give your two cents on that we discuss, or one of your own, or one that we may have missed, please let us know. Yes, all the feedback, especially because my biggest thing, like the reason why I want to hear back from most of you guys is because I like hearing what your opinions are. Like Mm -hmm. we could easily sit here and like justify or disagree or whatever with ours, but it's like hearing from our community is like a lot more engaging. And um, I feel like when we do it that way, uh, we can actually answer more questions and get to know everybody better. And you get to know us better. (laughs) I have to agree because it is one of those things to where if you're, just on a one-sided note it just is not it for me it's not fun because if yeah if me and miz can be sitting here just vibing the entire time and once we start agreeing on everything our brains just kind of like hey what about this topic that's kind of like let's let's sidetrack what we agree with and go to something new so we can try and have a new discussion since we're already knowing exactly where the other is going it's (laughs) It's a good, bad thing to always have like the same agreements, but it's also better to hear a different opinion because, again, like I'm one of the minority that absolutely hates, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, New Nightmare. I, yeah. I absolutely do not like it personally. I don't like Freddy's design, but everybody else does. They liked how it looked more fleshy and more fresh and stuff like that, which was fine. It just yeah. wasn't for me. Like, it's I, a prime example that I usually use. I, I, and see, this is where I disagree. I liked New Nightmare. It wasn't my favorite. My favorite out of all of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies had to be Dream Warriors, just for the simple fact that it was like, like it, it was just that, that pivotal point where they're like, hey, we're in a dream world. We have the same powers as Freddy here. You see the scales tip, and it's just, it just takes off like a rocket. And you're like, Yes, they're actually fighting back. I just love how it's a psych ward. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no matter what the kids say to anybody or the orderlies and whatnot, it's all on deaf ears. Because like, oh, they're already here. You already know they're crazy. They're not, we're not going to listen. My favorite scene is still where Freddy's using, I can't remember the the character's name, but where he's using him after he cuts from his thighs down to his feet and from it as the puppet. The marionette is my favorite scene. That scene is just, oh, it's because like thinking about that as like a reality sense yeah it's it's like that just because he's not he's not using muscles no he's using his tendons yeah and it's just yeah it's like if you've ever hit a nerve pinched a nerve or like cut yourself deep enough and you don't really have that nerve intact and you don't feel certain things it's kind of terrifying (laughs) yeah because i've torn i've torn uh the i've torn a tendon in my shoulder and my knee along with various other ligaments that like the moment that you just lose all sense of feeling and you're just like (laughs) uh, (laughs) which arm is it that has the heart attack that lets me know i'm having one i I don't know if it's a nerve thing or if i'm actually having one (laughs) you're just like uh so like just seeing just seeing him just uh uh oh yes because you just seem just 
and just the body oh so good i love yeah. it visually i love it it's one of my favorite things yeah and it, it was it was if i remember correctly it was actually one of the more groundbreaking uses of cgi because that one came out what like 87 88 something like that i think so i can't remember yeah i think could be that wrong. one that was that was either because i know new nightmare came out in like 96 i do believe but yeah like just just seeing just seeing freddy up in the clouds just control him like a marionette was great i love oh it. yeah no it's it's fantastic it is just visually for me and like just that thought process is just beautiful but if we're going to, like, speaking of villains, though, like, Freddy is, like, one of my favorite villains, even though he's, like, really one of the most, like, fucked up villains. Like, if you really yeah. deep dive into him, he's yeah. <laughs> he's not like, someone you should like. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, person, person, personality-wise, but as a horror as, movie villain slash monster? Oh, he's fantastic. He is 100% fantastic. I mean, the, the fact that, like, again, he... It, it's his invasion of the dream world where literally he can do anything and everything is like so fantastic for one. Yeah. And number two, it's just his obviously shitty real life and the shitty person he is makes him that much better of a villain because he's more ruthless, lethal, you know, yeah. like he knows what he can and can't do kind of thing. Yeah. And he's, 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 he's not, he's not one of those, one of those ones that's like, by that uh, just like waits for a specific time to strike sorry to all my michael myers fans and jason fans i love those I guys respectively about to say like like jason and michael like how they yep. have either like a single thought process in a sense where it's just kill 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 and the sense of like for my sister or for my mother or because you're in my grounds quote unquote kind of thing yeah uh, not downplaying the movies and their commanding presence it's just oh more yeah no, of, no. as a character they're very meh. <laughs> yeah, they're very linear. Like like Michael Michael and Freddie both file follow the same I don't want to say same plot, but for lack of Michael a better word. Jason, not Freddie. <laughs> or Michael and Jason, sorry. Michael and Jason follow essentially the same plot line because of the simple fact that they both have a specific day of the year, of a month that they come out. And then you have Freddie. He's just like I'm bored today. What am I gonna do? Oh, you're asleep. I see you. You're taking a nap. <laughs> what can I do? Oh, I'm gonna turn myself into a snake and I'm gonna pretend that I'm crawling out of your phone. Or I'm gonna like give you a little tongue action through the phone. <laughs> yeah, I hated that scene so much. Because we had oh, the exact same landline and I refused to talk on it after I saw that scene. I was like, I don't want anyone to lick me. I'd be yeah, talking. I feel, I feel that. I was like, no, I don't want to make a phone call today. But um, like, I do, I do like Freddy as a villain. Here's a hot take, though. I'm not the biggest fan of Ghostface. So, okay, <clears throat> depending on how you look at it, like the original first one, I absolutely love Ghostface yes, because that one I do. It like. was done very, very, very well. I know they're kind of trying to do a lot of loop around sequels mm -hmm. requels stuff like that for it to go through and um the other thing is is that uh i feel like they don't evolve him enough at least with jason michael 
they kind of adapt and move their uh their kills i guess they kind of do other things it's not just yes. the usual yeah whereas ghostface it's 99 percent of the time he's just got the butcher's knife yeah and like the thing that i the thing that kind of irks me with him is the first one i get he was a copycat of a movie yes but then everyone after that has been a copycat of the previous one so it's like copycat is a copycat yeah like like i I, like that's where it kind of lost me the first one iconic i love that one stop the second one even the second one yeah i could go with because they were trying to like in a sense relive it and whatnot but again as it went on i mean don't get me wrong i still enjoy the franchise Mm -hmm. but like if you take the character itself as a whole ghostface is very bland the first one is very very good yeah but after that it's just been very what's your favorite what's your favorite horror movie sin yeah (laughs) exactly my my favorite scene in that entire in that entire thing is when he's stabbing shaggy and he's like stop man i'm getting woozy yeah (laughs) it just keeps going it's a fantastic film i mean i love west i mean we've already like heavily praised him on one and kind of meh on his second uh yeah but i mean it's still very very good i mean like for me like one of my favorites is the killer you don't see and not like the happening sense because that is a poor way to do it but i like the ruins or final destination it's the trees yeah i I, that one uh, the ruins I liked more personally on how they approached yeah. it. Um, but more specifically, I was referring to more like with uh, the final destinations where death is not seen, but yeah. you know that death is there. Like Honestly, that- I think that the most creative kill in any of the final destination franchises was honestly the tanning bed. It was a very ingenious idea. Yeah, no, I mean, the way it was done is like that's super like very very like unlikely to happen yes but but that it's that concept of like again jaws you know you're afraid to go in the water after seeing that a lot of people like i am i'm not gonna go to a tanning room for a while because because that that one happened in stages because first the shelf landed on and shut them in to where they couldn't open the 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 tanning bed lid and then it short-circuited where it started cooking them on the inside. And then they fell through the glass. So they not only got cooked, they got electrocuted, set on fire, stabbed, yeah, that was and then they died. Yeah, no. If I had to go with, like, a favorite kill, that's kind of hard. I mean, one of my favorites, but it's not, like, the favorite, is still, I think it's in four three or four whatever one was with the uh the big old jock who uh gets his head smashed between the weights i can't remember which one that, that was that was four i think i yeah. think that was four because yeah, that was a ter- i think because i think it was a t- that's the racetrack one right let's see uh first first one was the airplane Plane, second one was bridge. the bridge or no for second one was the log truck on the bridge though. i mean that's what i'm saying like that was the whole no no it one. wasn't it, it wasn't on the bridge it was uh on the ro- it was on the long roadway he oh. uh Lawton. and then you had the third one which was the fair with the roller coaster fourth, yes okay so yeah the fourth one is the the racetrack track, yeah and then yeah, the I, fifth one was the bridge all right 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 um but yeah no the, the fourth one terrible movie but that's my favorite death because i just love the yeah you see that you see that just fucking whoo <laughs> oh yeah that the just hearing that and seeing that was just like yeah 
what I liked about, uh, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was number five where they have the guy that gets sucked to the bottom of the pool and he gets his intestines. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was... that actually happened. That happened in Florida. That's happened, unfortunately, several places. Uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> I was like, I to tell you never to be around the jets or the drain or anything like that for that very reason. There's actually yeah. a story in my hometown where something like that happened and we a little boy lost his life. So they pretty much after that happened, they cemented the whole thing and cut it off. So it's a very real thing. Yeah, because that like that like just having your intestines sucked out just does yeah. not sound like a good time. Yeah. Especially out the asshole. <laughs> just literally sucking up some spaghetti. So my my question my question with with that. Technically, since they cheated death, quote unquote, would this would would that be a kind of like a game to death itself? Yeah, how long can you avoid it? That's why, yeah. like, again, the ones that do survive, quote unquote, uh, at the very end, they always do a whole like, oh, they're being attacked or something else is about to happen right there. Like, yep. who was next on the list or so on and so forth. Uh, yeah. Although, other than the fifth one, you already kind of know what happens to the survivors because it links it into the first one. <laughs> yeah. So, I'll, I'll put spoilers or if you haven't seen the entire series. How have you not seen the entire series yet? <laughs> It's going on 30 years old now. Like it's like 25. Uh, oh, I think it came out 98, 97. Was it? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. It was. It was. It was 97 or 90, 98 or 97. Yeah. Because it's been around for a while. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. 2000, actually. Holy shit. Oh, OK. So we were, we were off by a couple of years. That's not bad, but it's not terrible. No, but so the series is 12 years old now. That's scary. Yeah. That is a little scary. Yeah, because the last one, well, the what was it? They had five, and then they had the final destination, and now they're coming out with another one. Something like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't uh, remember. No. Oh, before I before I forget, I saw the um, what was what was the movie we were excited about? It wasn't not not Evil oh, Dead Rise. Pope uh, Exorcist. Uh, oh, Renfield. Renfield, I saw I saw previews for that. Looks good. I would still want to see it. Not that one, but um, the Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. I think I seen the opening to it, and I gotta say, I don't think we're gonna be let down by this one. Not like not like that. God forbidden number two one that we had. So, which I honestly didn't even know that was existed. Honestly, <laughs> you're you're not missing anything. It like. It's like a pre- it's like a prequel and a sequel all in one. It's very confusing. It was very confusing to me at the time. Honestly, even like the the one that I'm referring to that we refer to, like I think it's like 2002, 2004, or whatever. Yeah, it was. it's um, an older one. Yeah, uh, that movie was okay, but it's mm-hmm. the the opening that stuck with I think everybody. That opening, I feel every child throughout history has ever experienced at least one point or another. You know? Yeah. They're like, I knew it! I knew it! Ah! Mm-hmm. And it, it's so good. It's If they just do the opening that way, I don't care if the movie shit or not. I, I will be sold and I will expect the exact same thing and I'll be happy. Yeah. And if it's better, it's better. Yeah, because this one, because I don't know, I don't know if the one that came out when we were kids was based off of Stephen King's book or not. I but thought it was. I could be wrong. I don't know, honestly. Um, I'm, I'm honestly not sure myself. 
but we know this one is so we'll, we'll yes. hopefully see what happens with this with this one um like another like if we're gonna go straight up like just villain that i absolutely love is obviously your classic Hannibal Lecter because he like always commands like that presence and every yeah. scene he's in is super intimidating super uncomfortable and what i love about him is you never is is, is he is a master of mis of, of personal misdirection because you think that he's targeting person a when the entire time he's been using person A to get to person C, so that way he can get to person B, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, Red Dragon's oh. like a prime example with that too. Yep. Like how how it goes around with that. I fucking love Red Dragon, um, and Anthony Hopkins. Oh my God, Sir Anthony wow. Hopkins, just wow. always, yeah. I mean, he used to practice on set, just you know, staring at people to like yeah. practice that not blinking expression. And you know, he still he does that to this day. Like mm-hmm. if you. If you watch any of his movies, he'll he he still blinks like he's Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. Well, I was gonna say it's like uh, after Charlie Cox did uh, Daredevil, he had a hard time doing regular acting to like look people in the face and communicate with them because he's so used to playing Daredevil where he's just not supposed to be focusing on them and doing other shit. Yeah, he's supposed to be playing a blind guy who's not really blind, but is supposed to be acting blind. So he's he's the dude disguised as a dude playing another dude. Yeah, exactly. It's just, <laughs> it, but it's that like that sense, like you just yeah. know your senses off, and like but you, you're so used to doing something that it sticks with you. Like again, like at the office, we'll still just talk and yeah. just stare, nothing happening. It's like, are you good? Yeah. <laughs> and he's and he just uses so little emotion, but it conveys so much of a message. Because he he's he's only in the movie, I think. Like in Silence uh, of the Lambs, he's in it for like a total of like forty five minutes, I think. I thought it was like seventeen minutes. It's, it's something. Short. Is it seventeen? Yeah, it's very short. He's not in that film really long, but his no his presence and his just him on screen is such a like impact where you're just kind of like I know why he's there now. <laughs> like it's not your typical like. Oh, I feel uncomfortable because he's sounds creepy right there. It's just like everything about him is, is like. like uh, what was what was because I remember there was a movie in between Silence of the Lambs and Red Dragon, but I'm having a hard time remembering what that one was. Oh, it was Hannibal. It was just straight up Hannibal. Because it, it was Hannibal. Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Technically, Manhunter, Silence of the Lambs, yep. Hannibal, and then they did Red Dragon. That's right. And then they made the Hannibal TV series, Hannibal which Rise. actually wasn't bad. They did, they did Hannibal Rise, where it was his youth. Yeah. And then they did the TV series. I haven't seen the TV series, and I heard it's that's where a lot of people where a lot of people fell in love with uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Yes. Um, I mean, it's fine. I understand because you get to spend more time with him, so you kind of like him, the character, and whatnot. But I get so fucking tired of TV shows based off of things like this sometimes. And but that's just me. I, that's yeah, my complaint. I, I get I, that. It obviously, did very well because i know i don't know how many people love that show <laughs> i like i've heard nothing but good from it i watched uh i think i finished the first season if i remember correctly and i've been kind of wanting to go back and yep. watch it again and maz miskelson he did he did he did he did, he did the character a really justice. really good job yeah uh, like he's not anthony hopkins though. level but no no yeah he's i heard a close he, second I, from the person I'm about to refer to, um, a mutual friend of ours, Kareen, uh, she was saying that she likes Mads more for the sole fact of like, because you get that more time with them. And she's, she was like, That's I fair. love Anthony Hopkins and whatnot, but Mads did it better. And yeah. I disagreed with that in a sense, but I was like, I understand because you're actually getting more of a connection. You're with Hannibal more as opposed uh-huh. to like with the movies and stuff you only have, I think, out of, uh, I think, Silence 
Red Dragon and Hannibal together is like eight or nine hours, maybe 10 hours or something like that. And you really only get maybe a total of like an hour, hour and a half with him. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But, but with Mads, you get like seasons. So you get to yeah. relate with him more, like him more, engage with him more. Yeah, and he, did, he didn't try to go the same route as Sir Anthony Hopkins, but he did pay his respects to to Anthony Hopkins. Well, yeah, character you, your predecessors, you always kind of have to like honor in some way, shape, form, or another. Of course. I mean, uh, for instance, like they weren't able to uh, for like Tarantino, he honors like a lot of the older style uh, film things, and he credits a lot of that to how he yeah. shoots his things. Uh, same with um, oh, I just drew a blank on his name. I think it was Robert Rodriguez I was thinking of that did it as well. I, I think he did. I think he did because because <clears throat> one of his one of his first zombie movies, which wasn't this is pre day or pre Dawn of the Dead, excuse me, one of his first ones, he was did it in. It wasn't his first first one. It was one no, of I the know, first. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I think his first one was Day of the Dead. I could be wrong, but he um, shot the entire thing in black and white. Even though he didn't have to, he like they had they had Technicolor. He shot the entire thing in black and white, mm-hmm. and he did the because you remember how the old zombie movies where they would show like the zombie like kind of like meandering on the screen, and then they would show it for a minute, and then they would just pan with the zombie. That's what he yes. did. I, th- uh, I think that was Return of the Dead or Return Return of the Day of the Dead or something like that. It was an older one. It was before the Dawn of the Dead series that he did. Yeah, because Dawn of the Dead was like, uh, I think, oh, yeah. I think so. I cannot remember now. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, Robert Rodriguez is just really good in general. But um, yes, like just that that honoring of your predecessors is what I was going with. That is just how like they, you don't whatever the situation is. I mean, hell, I mean, look at what happened with uh, Will Smith, how much flack he got for doing the genie in the live action movie. And everyone's like, you're never going to be Robin Williams and so on and so forth. It's like, he's like, I'm not trying to be him. I'm trying to do my own thing, but stepping off of his shoulders, what he allowed me to do. Like I can know like how the character kind of set is and I can go from there. And I honestly think he did a good version of the genie. Um, Genie and Jasmine are like the only things that were great about that movie. Everything else about that movie, I was so disappointed. I like the boo. Eh. I like that little. I like that little monkey. Eh. <laughs> My but honestly, the whole movie was Jafar. He just seemed like a typical yeah. bad guy, like they, not even like a very convincing, deceiving, or whatever. It was just they, they just made him very one dimensional. I liked I liked Will Smith's Genie because he said, "I don't want to be Robin Williams." He said. I am going to pay respect to him in this movie. And that was his main motivation for making his own genie, which, you know, it worked I out get. really well. I, th- I thought yeah. he did a good job. I, I think he did a good job. His, I mean, the fact that he can sing is great. Um, yeah. But like hearing him be like able to even bring it into more modern times, you know, mm-hmm. like it was very, very good. I, I just enjoyed yeah. that that breath of fresh air that it's like, okay, I didn't get exactly what I want. I didn't get Robin Williams. So I know he didn't like try to rip it off or anything like that. He did something and it just made it go so much better. And you know, it's actually even funny. Fun fact. It was not Robin Williams that voiced himself or that did not, he didn't voice genie in the second one. Not because he uh, like the old rumor used to be, I think it was because he didn't do sequels. It was because he had a contractual obligation with another movie at the time, which I think was Mrs. Doubtfire and Aladdin. Two 
which was Return of Jafar. Return of Jafar was voiced by the guy that does Homer Simpson's voice. Oh my god, I didn't know. Yeah, that. so like that—that's why when you hear him scream, and he and he's like, "Hey, Al," and he screams something at him, it sounds like Homer. Doesn't sound like Robin Williams. I was like, hmm. found that out like years ago, and oh, I was nice. like, "Yeah, I, I didn't know about that." Um, yeah. The old rumor used to be that he never did sequels because they were talking about doing a Mrs. Doubtfire to um there's a lot a lot of movies back though in the 90s that rumors spread like wildfire until it's still even like today i mean like you have everybody with like the marvel movies that's like oh who's the villain and everyone speculates and i was like no i know it's this one because of whatever and it's like (laughs) no i'm pretty sure you're wrong because when the movie comes out everyone watches like i don't like how they use that villain or i thought it was gonna be someone else or it's just something stupid Uh, my favorite one is the My favorite one is the, you remember back in the day when everyone's dad worked at Nintendo and they were talking about what the next thing was going to be after the Nintendo 64. They were talking about the Nintendo 72 or or something weird like that. And that's what I equate that to is like the, oh, I know it's going to be this villain because I read this comic or I have this friend that works with Marvel or whatever. Some stupid shit. (laughs) It's like, okay. And then it, it, it like the, the last one, I think I heard somebody say that it was supposed to be. Um, wasn't supposed to be Kang the Conqueror. It was supposed to be somebody else. And for Quantumania, uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Ant-Man's not one of my favorite things, even in comics. Mm-hmm. Like I prefer, I prefer. Um, oh, my God. Hank. Hank Pym? Uh, Hank Pym. I forgot his last name for some reason. I prefer Hank over Scott. And yeah. Don't, but, uh, Paul Rudd has made me appreciate Scott Lang more just in the comics yeah. and like some of the cartoons that they've done. Like, um, uh, what was the Justice? Or not the Justice League. Holy shit. The Avengers. Uh, was it Mighty Avengers, I think? Mighty Avengers? Was the, they had two movies? Yeah. That, uh, Scott Lang is like more comic accurate to how much of a dick he is. Yeah. <laughs> and same with Hank. Honestly, you know, I would like to see Paul Rudd actually play a villain in a horror movie. I think he would do a great job because he's so off-putting. He would be the lead, like, not like, not like a, not like a in-your-face, like, oh, I'm the killer kind of killer, like in um, uh, uh, Split. Not like Split, but like... But, but that, like not bipolar or multi uh, multiple personal uh, multi-personality disorder but like just in general like how you yeah. didn't expect him to be able to do it so well yeah and like i feel like That's he fair. would I, f- I feel like he would do that really well because he's a well-rounded actor because we've seen him in dramas because he's been acting since the 80s or early 90s and mm-hmm. has not aged a day since i think he's a vampire kind of like nicholas cage i'm just saying <laughs> Because Nick Cage hasn't aged past like 2003. <laughs> oh, same with Maggie Smith. She's been the same age since Fair. the 90s. Fair. But yeah, like I could, I could totally see him doing like a ghost face style killer to where it's like, oh, it was you the whole time. And he's just like, sorry, stab. My favorite, like, I didn't expect this person to be such a good villain was like Keanu Reeves in The Watcher. Like that Ooh. one, like really, that one really did it for me. Or Bill Paxton in Frailty. Like that one was really, really different for me. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know if I would put him in the villain category, but Johnny Depp from the Secret Window. You could. You technically could. Um, 
I mean, it's not really him, but it is him. Again, yeah. if you haven't seen the movie, it's the movie's like 20 years old. Yeah, because oh. it came out like 2000. It came out that I think it came out like 2002, 2003. But I don't I, know, but I think I was in high school when it came out. It yeah, which is scary. Because I I liked him in that one. That was that was a good that, misdirection. I didn't like that movie. I don't know why. There, there's just something about the movie I didn't like it. Yeah. No, I mean, fair. I. I I don't know. I just, I, it wasn't for me. Uh, I understood, like, I, I understand why it's a fan favorite and whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's not my movie. I, I don't know what it is about. I don't like how it is. <laughs> I don't know what to put my finger on it. You're allowed to have your wrong opinions. It's fair. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> no, I, I get, I get that. And, and it, like, I liked it just for the simple fact that I like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, my Achilles heel when it comes to scary movies is, psychological horror if it's a psychological yeah. horror i'm on board all day long good bad or indifferent it's, it's yeah it's got you it's like me with creature films like if i know there's a creature in there i'm gonna yeah. be like all over that i don't care if it's bad like 65 is played out more of a horror film fair fair and, and like i was all on board from the start it's like could have been better obviously and so on, but i was 100 on board because the, the way the dinosaurs are like more horror-esque instead of like in your face dress i get hard so it was very, very enjoyable seeing it that way. I like that. Like a, yeah. another like creature for me that like I absolutely loved is uh, the aliens and signs because it's the presence of them you don't even really see. You only see them like what the, three times. Besides the end besides the very end, uh, you see the hand in the sewer, Just the one that the walks across the and the, the camera. That's yeah. three. It's like three times, four times, maybe. Yeah. Because you see the leg turn and walk out. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, and you got in, in the, the one where the dad's in the basement at night. That's what I'm saying. The sewer where you see the hand grab the, uh, the kid. No, 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 no. No, where, he like, where he's like sitting there. I think, I think this was from the director's extended cut because that was the one that I had on, 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 on VHS. Yes, I had the, the alien's fingers off. No, where he's like sitting there and he's like, he like, he's doing something in the basement and then he turns around and he sees like a shadowy figure kind of just right past the, right past like the basement window where it's like this big. And I, I could be confusing might, another movie. It might have been deleted scene or something like that too. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen the special features on that movie in years. Forever. <laughs> Cause I had it on VHS before, you know, it was. Dude, don't say that. Don't Cause say I got it. I had. Six Sense and Signs on VHS, and then I got Six Sense and Signs on on VH on on, on DVD, and then I got Six Sense and Signs on Blu-ray, <laughs> and then I yeah, lost uh, them. <laughs> I I still have uh, Braveheart on two VHSs. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot when they used to do that. The friggin' the box the movie set. was too long. Yeah, movie was too long, so they have it on two oh. VHSs. They oh did that. God. They did that with Rose Red. They did that with Rose Red and it because oh. it was on. It was on. Four. Made for TV. It was made for TV uh, miniseries. Yeah. yeah, when when they put it out on VHS, they put it out on four, four three, three or four. I can't remember I don't, exactly. I, I don't but remember, the, but yeah. The box for it was like this thick, and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> to think about that, man, it's so wild. It's but so wild. You, like, I might catch flack for this, I might not, but one of my favorite characters, honestly... Or sorry, villains slash creatures. Honestly, was uh, the original Damien from the Omen. Oh, from the seventies. Yes, 
that's fair I, I i can see that i mean that's like saying with reagan from the exorcist or um yeah oh my god uh black mask Ultra. i can't remember oh my god it's a 60s movie i think it's like a 60s movie it might be in, uh but black mask uh is like based off of like the worshiping of satan stuff but the mask itself like that's the villain quote unquote i i that is one of my favorites if we're talking I like, stuff that. like that i like i, I like that concept i think i've heard of it but i don't remember if i've watched it or not because i'm kind of fucking pissed now. i don't remember it's here <laughs> but the reason why i like damien is because it was just one of those ones where it was like 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 his parents just if his parents would have just taken a second and been like hey listen if we stab our child with these sacrificial daggers we can prevent the end of the world or we can let him grow up and see how awesome these kills get and you're, they're just like let's see how awesome these kills get and the my favorite one to this day is where the preacher is standing outside of the church and he's calling uh damon a demon and the and that thing just uh, like lightning strikes the top of the church and then that piece of oh, bar yeah. just shoot you're like hey <laughs> i love that one but uh no, i didn't a, mind that's i didn't mind the movie. remake i didn't mind the remake because the remake it's, plays it's, a lot uh, of mask, mask of the red death that's the one it was mask of the rest oh, i haven't seen that in forever that one i have not seen that in forever that one came out in like what 70s 60s 64 64 yeah because but you know that's the one with uh vincent price yep yep i I remember watching that because they i remember back in the early 2000s amc once a year around halloween for those that are in our age group or even a little bit younger might remember this but once a year they would do a classic movie marathon on amc and a lot of them were were themed were themed, and one of my favorite ones was the Vincent Price horror movie marathon. Oh yeah, no, Vincent Price is like just iconic all the way. I mean, his you, voice alone. Like I said, original um, House on Haunted Hill, The mm-hmm. Fly, just his voice. Like my favorite thing is still like every time I watch Nightmare Before Christmas, there is Tim Burton's first little short which is the mm-hmm. where he first started using like claymation and stuff like that is called Vincent, which is based off of Vincent Price. And it's just Vincent Price narrates it too. And it's just so good. Oh my God. Yeah. One of my, one of my, one of my all time favorite things to watch with my daughters around um, Halloween is the old Scooby-Doo movies. Scooby-Doo oh, ghoul oh, yeah. school. Uh, Scooby-Doo's ghoul school. Scooby-Doo and the 13 ghosts. Uh, Scooby-Doo zombie Island. Uh, Meet, the Vampires or something alien, like that. The, the witch one and then the alien one like we watch all of them mm. and my favorite one out of the out of that lineup is the one with vincent price and the 13 ghosts because you have vincent price and he's just kind of like contacting shaggy through this crystal ball and it's just his head and he's like shaggy are you there and i'm just like oh yay yeah, no, <laughs> i give him a little he- golf clap Oh yeah, no fucking! I love Vincent Price. Like, uh, he's just—he's got that voice. It's like again for me with, uh, oh my god, uh, James Earl Jones. Yeah, fantastic. Like you hear that voice, and it's just so iconic that you can't not not recognize it. Yep. Or the guy that played uh, Sauron. What was it? What is his name? Oh, you're talking about Christopher Lee? 
Yes, Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee's another one. Um, if we're talking like uh, just voices in general, another one is always going to be Morgan Freeman, obviously. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Love Tim yeah. Curry. Oh, Hexus. Oh. I'm so I'm so sad that he suffered a stroke, and he's still he's still so lively though. Yeah, but... yeah, no, he's he's still kicking, he's still going good. That's the good thing. Uh, fantastic! Oh my god, I love him. Like I said, Legend. That's another one for me. Like it, it's like a fantasy horror, but Legend uh-huh. him playing like that devil character is just so good. What is funny is that if I remember correctly, they didn't even call him the devil. He his name is like Horn Man or something, or the Red Man or something like that. And if you're talking on the like actual like character list of names or what they represent, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was like, I was like, huh? <laughs> but Another... it, I, go ahead. I was gonna say I love my favorite movie that Tim Curry ever did was Clue. I loved him because when he's pushing the guy down the hallway and he goes, "Will you stop that?" and he looks at him and goes, "No," and pushes <laughs> him again. <laughs> no clue is a fantastic movie it, it, so it's good. super hard to, he's done so many but like personally i i will always love him in ferngoli the most but that's just because it's for me I, I love that movie uh the other thing is that i was gonna say is that another person that i love like playing a, a villain that's like really really good is um oh my god i just lost his name al pacino uh because if you've Ooh. never seen uh devil's advocate he does such a good job of being able to do that Oh, I love Devil's Devil. Advocate. Uh, he's like so. You can t- see him being Satan and how misguided, or he's telling you, you get all your dreams here while doing all this other behind the scenes shit that he, that uh, Keanu's character doesn't even know. It's yeah. just, he does it so well. And when he flips on his anger or when he gets pissed off or he doesn't get his way, how he forces it in it. And it's just such a good, he's so good, threatening. Uh, intimidating it's just everything about the way he went about that is just one of my favorites i, I feel like that's one of my favorite i mean i will say like my favorite film with him in it is probably still heat i enjoy the fuck out of that him and robert de niro he did but, good like, in that as like a villain that right there is like i absolutely yes. love i i loved him in the devil's advocate just for the simple fact that like i was i wasn't young enough to to really understand what was going on in the, the first time i watched it when i watched it again when i was a teenager or, or young adult um i like i really appreciated it then because i understood that keanu reeves was the devil's a- devil's advocate because i thought the devil's advocate was like meet joe black with um brad, uh, pitt. brad pitt where i didn't understand that brad pitt was death that was in joe black's body like you know I, like I, I didn't get any of that until i went back and rewatched it some years later and i was like oh yeah because at a young age, like I, I talk about this all the time with the, like some of my IRL friends, is that when I, like up until I was probably like sixteen, uh, mm-hmm. I went to the movies just for the movies and just to say, oh yeah, it was good or bad for whatever yeah. reason. I thought it was stupid or like you know teenage shit. Yeah, like oh, I just see the boobs or whatever stupid stuff. And then like my brother, <laughs> seen like, blood and gore. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my brother just made. I was watching behind the scenes of something uh i want to say i think it was like the first matrix when it was out on dvd i oh, can't God. fully remember what it was but he was watching some behind the scenes thing and i ended up sitting there watching it with him i was like oh shit i like this and he goes well 
all my movies are right here if you want to fucking go through them and watch some of the stuff and that's where i started watching more behind the scenes script writing the producing cinematography score mm-hmm. all this other like stuff and then once that started clicking i started watching movies listening to more of the score watching and focusing more here there and everywhere so like that really helped me engage with movies more that's one of yeah. the things that my wife bonded was because of like our love for the movies and certain specific things and so on and so forth like the first movie we bonded over was blue, uh, deep blue sea that's another good one i love that, that movie that, <laughs> i love that movie so much that one that one is i i'm sorry my favorite like as much as i love samuel jackson my favorite scene oh he is, goes out like a fucking champ yeah <laughs> just <laughs> Oh, it was so out of left field too. That's what made it great. Yeah. Because you, you're just like, okay, they're inspired. They're, they're going to get together, and all of a sudden, fucking yoink! Oh fuck! <laughs> well, there goes their main drive. Whoops! <laughs> I, I thought he was going to be a survivor. What the fuck? Yeah, but I did like the fact that they kind of broke the mold with having LL Cool J be like one of the survivors in that movie. Because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that, that was uh, a very stereotypical norm. But no, yeah. he, he even did a very, very good job at it in general. It's, yeah. Again, it's a product of its time. Yeah. I love that. And, and what was funny is like right after that, they had like three other horror movies featuring rappers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where they lived, they had Busta Rhymes and H2O, and he literally stood there and boxed Michael Myers talk shit to michael myers while he was beating him up and then lives and then you had anaconda with ice cube mm-hmm. but anaconda is classic man oh you my god so good like that anaconda is fucking classic it's so good uh, oh my god that was a john voight right i think that was john voight no i'm just trying to remember if that's his name <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think it is. i always get him and anthony hopkins confused honestly they look so similar but you they can really tell they're do. super different <laughs> Yeah, that um, and they also don't sound they don't sound nothing alike at all. They just look yeah. very similar. Yeah. Um, but like what's what's like good creature again for me as well. Again, I will always go back to like my favorite body horror film is still the thing. Like that's like one of my favorite because you don't know what it looks like from one and two when it starts to like mutate and wants to like absorb mm-hmm. everything. It's like some of the most graphic shit. It looks so fucking beautiful. It really is. Like I I, I love with number one, just the simple basic just 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 the fact that it's not cgi it's it's just makeup yeah. and freaking just pure practical effects just make just make it so much better for me i oh, love the thing i mean because the only thing that you really can tell is not like done with the actors per se mm-hmm. is during the the blood sampling uh and that's because like the way when they're in the chair it's all animatronics prosthetics mm-hmm. and so on and so forth but it's when after his head splits open he bites off the other or bites into the other dude that mm-hmm. you can always tell is the dolls and stuff like that but again it's still like most of that movie is done so well with this animatronics props mm-hmm. blah, blah 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 it's just it's fantastic because Again, I I always preach this. The reason why I like it so much is because it's something to react to that is real, but it's not real because it's obviously controlled or whatever it is, so on and so forth. But there's something yeah. physical there instead of, you know, like, hey, there's a green screen here. We have this shape of what the monster would look like, and we kind of CG over that. It's like, no, this is something to react to. Yeah. That's what I love about, like, practical effects. Um, prime example with, uh, like, Jurassic World. <clears throat> is another example like 
yeah, there's a lot of CG and so on and so forth. But when you saw like the Brachiosaurus head, like that whole head was an animatronic. It's just so, something to react to, which just hits so much harder, you know? Oddly enough, one of my favorite memes, even though I've never seen any of the Jurassic Park movies, is uh, where they're wiping. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I, I liked cars as a kid. When I seen dinosaurs, I was like, meh. That's fair. But um, in the first one, when they have the Tyrannosaurus Rex, the full body thing, they're actually like patting it. They're patting down the rubber with, with towels so that way it doesn't get moldy and stuff like that. And it said, the meme goes, and I quote, um, they had to pat the Tyrannosaurus Rex down like between six and eight times a day to dry it off because it was uh, it was his first major role in like 35 million years. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I was like, one of the things that happened with that though, at the same time, is that uh, the system, like that T Rex model and animatronic, would come to life sporadically. <laughs> yeah, because it was like nothing but hydraulic and electronics. Yeah, and they were saying that like sometimes they'd have to have someone crawl inside to the mechanism to figure out what was wrong, and it would just fucking bolt up at what like once or twice at something like that when someone did that and that's like they could have been shredded that's terrifying yeah and like i I like you know kudos to them to getting on board with the cgi train but at the same time kudos to them (laughs) taking that that risk you can tell a lot of 1990 jurassic park is cg when it's cg you could tell cg but it's still cg'd well enough to still compete with today's standards which is really fucking impressive I have to agree, even though like I've never seen, I've never seen it. It like, I'm like, you know, I got to give credit where credit is due. I don't think that they're bad movies. I just it wasn't. They didn't, they didn't think your interest, which is fine. Yeah, like um, um, but with them when they when they used actual like practical application for the 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 the, the set, their the props or the dinosaurs or whatever, like even by today's standard, is still wow. Yeah, it's it's impressive. Uh, I I think that they, yeah, for the time that they had, they probably could have done slightly better. But yeah, again, for the time, 1990, you're just coming off of the 80s wave of a lot of stuff. It's very, very good. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. Because like, I mean, we didn't have all we didn't have the same. uh, I guess you could say CGI that we do now yeah. like where there's okay. an entire oh. department of people that like that's their dedicated job is rendering and designing stuff 3d graphically to make it match what needs to be done back then it was just like some dude with a green screen he's like you want a dinosaur right there right like right there okay mm-hmm. plop that good a little bit more to the le- okay drag it a little bit more to the left <laughs> <laughs> and they just go from there yeah it's definitely different but that's like also one of my favorite villains too is the t-rex and what yep. popped in my head when we were talking about that is the t-rex specifically from uh land before time sharp tooth like there fucking such a commanding force again just very violent very just in your face and just like threatening like those are like some of the best villains and like the most ones we've been talking about they have that commanding presence i'm gonna be honest when i was a kid and i watched the first land before time sharp tooth scared the shit out of me oh, yeah for sure i mean that came out in like i think in the 80s so like it was like came a, out like 88 89 yeah something like that it's just insane but like yeah no it was very very terrifying like i said uh, hell when my son was young uh beauty and the beast scared him the first time beast enters or when you first time you encounter the beast when bell walks into his uh where the rose is and everything that mm-hmm. scared him that yeah. absolutely terrified him you're not expecting a jump scare to be in a Disney movie. You're like, oh, he's Expect there. The unexpected. 
Always. Yeah. <laughs> Expect the unexpected. But yeah, like I like I have to say that, you know, even though even though the beast wasn't meant to be scary, I could definitely understand that because my younger cousin was absolutely terrified of Beauty and the Beast because of the beast. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it, wa- again, it wasn't because of the same thing as your son. It was because of the part where uh, Bell refused to have dinner with him. He's, and then he's like, then starve. Yeah, the way, again, intimidating. <laughs> Very. <laughs> but yeah, like that, that, like, I love, I love the, the villains and the creatures that have a very commanding presence or the ones that, like, you don't expect to see coming. Like, in the first, like, the first Jigsaw, I think they did it great because he was in the room with them the entire time. Spoiler alert for... That movie came out in 2002, 2003? Something like that, yeah. So... Um, a whole movie was shot in like 18 days they had yeah like a four hundred thousand dollar budget something like that <laughs> yeah it was really low for the time because like i think they i think the same company had just put out like another movie not yeah, too long before that. So, but i mean they're taking a risk on these i think they're australian or new zealand i think they are uh but yeah. uh we uh, lee winnell and uh james wan that was like their first film in the states yes. and it, it, it was hit or miss for them and it fucking dead center for them but still like it was a big gamble but that's yeah that's a very good example of like the not expecting or expecting the unexpected because it's like the entire movie like dude this dude just blew his fucking head off and they're doing the whole movie and then at the very end that reveal it's just like oh so fucked <laughs> yeah and then he stands up and he's like oh yeah by the way your key's in the tub you can unlock your handcuffs and leave and then he remembers oh, it went down the drain or they couldn't like, find it in general it's like oh my god yeah. Which, by the way, you could have easily got that out because I don't think that key would have gone down through the pee trap. But you know, that's just me. <laughs> and what was even what what was even funnier than that was it was a raised tub. The pee trap's right there. Yeah, exactly. So you could easily get it. But I mean, again, that I'm a plumber, so that's for me to like say what could and couldn't happen for one. But two, again, it's for the movie's sake. It's I've, the I fixed the sink or two. <laughs> <laughs> I have fixed many sinks. <laughs> The only time I've ever actually really had to fix a sink is when someone has dropped something and it went down and it got caught in the P-trap. There was a clog in the P-trap. Or I accidentally broke, or something accidentally broke somehow. And it was just time to replace either like a ring, something like that. So it was like, I hate, I hate messing with the P-trap because sometimes just that smell is growing in there. That, that smell is still 100% better than urinals. Because I fucking yeah. hate urinals. <laughs> I have I have to give it to you there. I don't want to know that one. Uh, just you know, calcified piss all along the line. As soon as you pull that that fucking urinal off the wall, it's just like, oh. <laughs> Why did they have I, this I, on I, Fear Factor? Oh, dude, I no. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to get into plumbing horror stories. Spe- speaking of speaking of villains and horror things, fucking Joe Rogan on Fear Factor. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Man had no chill. Even in the nineties, he had no chill. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, listen, I'll give you fifty thousand dollars. Sweet, if you eat this bull testicle raw, not cooked, huh? Why?" You know, it's funny is that like that's such a big thing. Like, and either just in the South in general. I don't know, like specifically which that southern. It's states, a big thing like, in Colorado. I was gonna say in Mexico is a big thing too. Like, it's just yeah. a natural. Like, okay, let's go. And that's yeah, why I'm like, like seeing that on the TV, and everyone like, "Oh, it's so gross." It's like. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Like the, 
I, I, when I watched it down in Florida, I was, I was uh, hanging out with a couple friends and we were watching it and someone was like, oh, that's gross. I'm like, that's a Rocky Mountain oyster. And they're like, oh, what? And I'm like, yeah, they have like a competition to see who can cook the best one in Colorado. I didn't know what it was when I was a kid. So like someone handed me this big thing. I thought it was a fucking chicken nugget. Took a big old bite out of it. And it was like, just juice. Just and I was like, chicken nuggets aren't juicy. What? What is this? And they're like, oh, that's a Rocky Mountain oyster. I was like, I don't think I like oysters. They're like, no, it's not an oyster. I'm like, why would you call it an oyster if it's not an oyster? And they're like, it's a bull testicle. And my brain at the time was like, what's a testicle? What's a testicle? <laughs> yeah. And I told my grandpa what happened. He's like, oh, you ate that? <laughs> You're gross. I'm like, you're not kissing me for a bit. <laughs> Go brush your teeth. I was like, what's a Rocky Mountain oyster? He's like, it's a bull nut. And I'm like, bull, bulls grow nuts? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Imagine being a kid and not knowing exactly everything. <laughs> yeah. How dare I? Uh, yeah, you should have known the entire world by the time you got to kindergarten, man. Come on. We need you to have 50 years of experience before you go into any position. I was getting ready to say that. I was like, we need at least 30 years work experience before you even hit the first grade, kid. <laughs> huh? The huh. true villain of the government. <laughs> the, the true villain. Everybody that didn't let me buy a house at eight years old for a, for a, for a monopoly. For a monopoly money. <laughs> <laughs> this monopoly money goes far no it doesn't shit i've got ten thousand dollars oh that's good a monopoly money yeah, that's not good you got paper that's what you got there kid you got paper mm -mm, it says five dollars <laughs> uh-uh it says 20 <laughs> uh but like uh like my background one of my favorite things growing up was like Goosebumps. Seeing goosebumps like on TV. Are you afraid of the dark? Um, oh my god! Are Outer Limits, X Files. Dude, like, I, obviously I, Slappy is one that stuck with me for years. I mean, everyone, whether it be mannequins, puppets, or possessed things, or whatever, like just dolls. Yeah, I was gonna say dolls in general always have that uneasy feeling. I don't care what point in your life you felt it but people have felt it throughout like all their lives especially like i used my me and my wife always talk about like how fucking creepy furbies were back in the day oh my god like and the fact that like so many of us had like haunted ones that like we would leave the batteries out of them for months at a time and they would still turn yeah. on oh like i that's hated exactly those right. things that's why slappy is like one of those things for me like that terrified me <laughs> oh undoubtedly so like I, like I was scared of Slappy, but Are You Afraid of the Dark made me scared of pools for the longest time because of that one episode where the monster was in the pool and it would drag people down and then you'd never see him again. Like, it wouldn't drown them. Like, it was never said that, it, that they died because it was a... Right? Yeah. And it was, like a, it was like some guy had gone in to swim or gone in for a swim and he was part of, like, the swim team or something like that. He was a teenager... And then, like, they had to, like, dye him red in order to see him. So I was scared of pools for the longest time because I was like, if I can't see the bottom, I don't want to go in there. Even if I have floaties on, I'm not getting in that pool. Well, then that's the good thing. I mean, because, like, I mean, hell, even growing up and, like, doing your little camping with friends, like, either in the backyard or actual camping and stuff, uh, it's always the whole like okay let's see who can we scare tonight let's tell ghost, ghost stories and i love like i'd be one of the kids that's like yeah so there was a ghost 
It was pretty scary. In the end, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know the story to tell. <laughs> and then you have that one friend that was like super good at it. Yeah. And you were legit terrified to fall asleep. I had, or I like, had a friend. They would talk to their parents too, and then you hear like some type of noise outside, and it's their parents oh. helping them out. It's like, oh my God, I fucking hate this. I want to go home and pick me up. My grandpa would let me have sleepovers and stuff because he was a long haul truck driver, so he wouldn't really home a whole lot. But when he was home, he'd wait for me to have uh, a sleepover, and we would pop up my little pop-up tent and we'd go sleep out in the in my gazebo so that way we didn't have to worry about the rain and it wouldn't get too hot and all that fun stuff but my grandpa anytime we did that would find a way to mess with us and it was never the same way twice like one like the very first time he ever did it and i still remember this we were sitting there we were we weren't even telling scary stories we were telling jokes and he was walking around scratching on the outside of it we're like what is that and we're like sitting there and we're like, maybe it's like a ghost or something. Cause I lived in a haunted house as a kid. I lived in several of them, but um, the one, <laughs> the best childhood experience is the traumatizing ones, I guess. Trauma. But um, <laughs> trauma, but <laughs> we, um, uh, but yeah, so we, we, while we were in the tent and everything like that, we were, we got, we got the bright idea. It was me, my friend, Angel, and my friend, Leonardo. And Leonardo was the best of us at telling scary stories because he was the only three of us that read books. And my Fucking grandpa, <laughs> he, he like he, he read everything from like science fiction to, to, to horror to freaking teenage drama, all like all the best things growing up. And um, he was sitting there telling us a scary story that he had read from, I think it was uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. One of the first one of the first ones, not the second or the third one. And while he was telling the story, it got to this part where he was like, and he opened the door. And right when he did that, my grandpa zipped open the freaking main flap and came in and just went, ooga, booga, booga, and scared the shit out of me and my two friends. And we started backpedaling and my whole tent just went, Hoop. Yep. Oh, it is great. See, I personally love that. I mean, as fucked up as it was happened to us or whatever like that, but like I said, like I told them in the last episode when I got scared shitless out of my, from, by my friend through the window, looking back yeah. at it now, we can laugh about it. In yeah. that moment, though, it is the, like, worst thing ever. Oh, so bad. So bad, because we were, we were all in our sleeping bags, so we were falling all over each other, and freaking the tent didn't help, because as soon as it flipped <laughs> over, the poles just went pee, so we had no way of getting out, so we were trapped like rats in a sock. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say it's like the the whole uh, you know if uh, you and your friend had to run from a bear kind of thing, what would you do? It's like I trip my friend so I can get more room. It's that that's where it really becomes that situation because yeah, as a kid you only have a flight risk. You're not a, a fight because you're a kid, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that thought process is never like, hey, I can I can stand up to this. It's like I'm getting away from that. My heart's pounding. I need to go. <laughs> I need to leave immediately. Not immediately. Immediately. Oh, yeah. That's how you know it was bad, because you can't spreckin' bright. <laughs> like, I, mean, I had to have... But, exactly. yeah. I mean, look at us. Look at us when we play DVD. Yeah. Right, there's screaming, incoherent nonsense. Saying incoherent right. nonsense. <laughs> We're just talking Jump shit. Yeah. Or both. Or all of them. There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> But, it's a I'm, it's a tier system. <laughs> there is a tier system for sure. Um, just like in game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like an another villain for me that I absolutely like love is um, for instance, like uh, if you want to use Lord of the Rings in a sense, like how like uh, 
like Sauron is the the main villain, but obviously it's got the like subdivisions, your trolls, your orcs, your goblins, blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, like that whole like there is that one leader, but there's still like this whole hive thing that's following it. It's like really mm-hmm. terrifying. Um for me it had to be the ring wraiths or that one scene where Bilbo's grandpa like nah! Oh yeah. <laughs> oh Frodo's Frodo's yeah when Bilbo does that to him. Yeah. When there Bilbo, yeah. Um no, agreed. Like that that is terrifying as a kid. Like for sure. Like another movie that pops into my head is like almost uh is pitch black. Like oh, how all the, yeah. the aliens on there are like just this very I mean heavily CG movie, but fantastic movie. <clears throat> um, yeah. Especially for its time, because it was originally just supposed to be a one off thing with sci fi. Yeah, but like everyone loved Riddick and then they did the the cartoon and then they did Chronicles and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um but like Butcher Bay was a fantastic game too. I love that game. I love that game. Love um, that game. But like the aliens are that very hive mentality. They'll even kill each other because there's no food kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's it's terrifying. But like that that one's like without a leader. But it's like that whole. It's like how I complain about zombie movies. How there's too many zombie movies, but like that whole overwhelming presence is just like fuck. Yeah. Because so like, good. It, like when like when we answered the question about like what movie would we want to what movie we want to be in and my Universe. answer was was That's any zombie, zombie movie. movie and I was sitting there thinking about it I was like wait I didn't think I didn't plan ahead whoops mm-hmm. yeah no like, you can't go ter- loud you'll attract a horde you can't go too quiet because it takes too long to reload you can't freaking drive a car because the roads are gonna be congested you're gonna run out of food super fast. You're gonna you're run into people you can't to yourself. Like, there's so many variables that, like, it's just that in itself, that existential dread. Like I said, I'd probably be one of those ones. Like, oh, this is going down. Okay, I'm gonna suck start a shotgun. <laughs> like, well, yep. This. Have you seen the mist? We're about to. We're. I'm about to recreate it. <laughs> I'm recreating the ending. The best part. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure I've got enough bullets. <laughs> just in case yeah no exactly though it's the same thing um but uh that overwhelming feeling because I, I even like with um uh, uh what's the movie like what, what can i use again like i'm trying to think of like other horror movies i can kind of like equate it to that. even like the birds like that that whole feeling you know yeah of just or like any numbers the arachnophobia movies that are like yes yeah. yeah oh my god illegal freaks the movie's fantastic i don't so care good. i love that movie cheesy as it is fucking love that movie it's so good but yeah but like, that. The thing too. like the, that that fear like again when it comes yeah. to like small things being big eight-legged freaks you have arachnophobia in general you have mm-hmm. them uh you have um slither uh, it came from outer space because i think that was a giant scorpion no I don't remember but i was also gonna say like the the uh the brain that wouldn't die yeah like that that one that invasion of the body snatchers. Oh my god, invasion of the body! I forgot about that movie. Because I was talking the thing. Yeah, because the thing perfectly replicates. Yeah, because it is like, and I don't, I don't think it needs like any type of like contact, like how zombies need to bite, vampires need to need to bite you, werewolves need to bite or scratch. And then duplicates it or consumes said host, and then mm-hmm. becomes it. I mean, they did that with the dogs. Um, several of the. Uh, the researchers um but yeah no like that whole thing is even really really fucking creepy <laughs> yeah because like, i you... oh, I'm, I'm talking to my friend here right now and also it's like you know 
reptile people or rip off a mask and it's not me it's, it's someone else and it's like oh shit what was the movie with the with 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 the, with rowdy rowdy piper to where you could only see them with when he put on oh, the special oh. sunglasses uh, oh my god see no evil no no, no hold on oh my god you got me all fucked up oh my god because oh, it's with him and keith david yep and they they have that knockdown drag out fight in the alleyway yeah. and one of them actually got hurt from that because i think it was when no it rowdy... that, that was with uh, richard Pryor. my bad hold on oh my god oh so funny but yeah like that like that concept of of the unknown of the unknown villain is always just great to me they live that's what, they live yeah they live that's what it is I don't that know oh my god <laughs> well, it was around i think they came out around the same time not like not like the same like month or anything like that but i think like the same like year or two they were they like, were yeah. within that time yeah something like that um but yeah no like that one is like the alien invasion in a sense it's like that invasion yeah. of the body catchers they live among us and stuff like that and um that's one that's, that's like a, that's the whole spy conspiracy kind of thing like that you know like everyone's a spy mm-hmm. and like during the cold war is <laughs> that yeah like, everywhere you see there's the threat now <laughs> yeah it's like he's wearing red could he be yeah nope he's just or, a dude in red shirt <laughs> or just in general it's the fact that you don't trust your own neighbor anymore because what if they're yeah. talking to big brother and so on and so forth like yeah it's, it's stuff like yeah there is an alien invasion like the patient of the body snatchers kind of thing it's that 100 percent. like oh god <laughs> but like like for for me the the cre- like I'm, I'm gonna sound like a big old dumb sap for this but like the for me when it comes to the monsters the ones that i absolutely love for I guess you could say horror movie villains, monsters, is the misunderstood ones like Frankenstein, or Frank. Excuse me, Frankenstein's monster. Because technically, the monster wasn't the bad guy <laughs> in that one. Yeah, Frankenstein is the bad guy. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of feel indifferent with that. Like the like the monster is at fault because of its creation in a sense. Like Super Eight. Uh, that's one. Oh yeah. I That's usually think about uh, it's misunderstood, Iron Giant, stuff like that. I, I get it. I personally don't like that route. I like my monster to be just very vicious, personally. That's why I love monsters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I like the remake of The Wolfman. Um, yeah, with Benicio? Yeah, with Benicio Del Toro. Oh, my God. That, I was in college when that came out. <laughs> that, that was a good one. I actually enjoyed it. I think that came out 2017, 2018? No, it was much earlier than that. Much was earlier. It? Yeah, no, I think that the movie came out like 11, 12. Was it? But yeah, like uh, I, I, I like that one because it was. I, I like I'm. When that came out, I'm I'm a bit I, like I'm a big fan of like the the older movie monsters as we we've, we've talked about several times on here. But oh my, just twenty ten. Oh, it was twenty ten. Okay. Um. But yeah, that one, I like that one because of the simple fact is it wasn't as straightforward as the old one where it was just one wolf man. And it wasn't oh, just yeah. like, it wasn't just like him trying to, trying to get the girl. It was like, you have wolf man A and wolf man B, which but you if you haven't seen that. Yeah. And thing, I also love, I, I didn't like the CG transformation, but I loved yeah. how violent it was and his look when he was in like the wolf man yeah that it was good look the transformation was Man, like but 
the, yeah. the violence that ensued when he was the Wolfman was so good. Oh my god. Yeah, and like I and uh, like I was telling you earlier, I watched, I rewatched uh, 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 Werewolf in London, American Werewolf in London, and I, I forgot that I forgot that it was supposed to be a horror comedy. So I forgot that some of the parts were supposed to be funny. So they caught me off guard. They made me laugh, but I love the transformation in that one because you can tell. It just sounds brutal. I mean, again, it's very tame by today's standards. Very, oh, yeah. Very but I absolutely, I love how slowly drawn out that transformation is and how, like, you could just feel his fucking pain. Yeah. And, like, and oh. The, the one part that always gets me, and I, I caught this when I, when I, not when I first watched it, because I think I was, like, 12 when I first watched it, when I was, uh, like, 19, 20. And, I watched it again was a part where he actually like looks at the camera. He's not looking at the camera to look at the camera. He's looking at the camera. Like he's asking for help. Like it is, he's just got a pained look on his face and you're like, Oh buddy. Yeah, no, it's just so good. And he's just pleading for his life is, it, Oh, it's so good. It's the hand, so good. the hand stretching scene always gets me. Cause it's just like, ah, ah, ah. And it's just fucking just cool. Oh my god! Like, so good. It's like very crunchy. It's just so much crunch, and it, like I would like to know how they actually got like the wet sounds because they don't sound like 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 meat slapping. They sound like no, meat can't. stretching, and I'm like, like, I've always wondered how they did that. Hmm. Their special effects and sounding team gotta love them. Yeah, <laughs> the true the true villains the true villains of every horror movie the sound design. <laughs> yeah, for real. They're the ones that get you. Okay, we should really add a really good squishy sound right here. Let's not. <laughs> it's it. Oh God, why does it sound like they're punching a bowl of spaghetti? Because <laughs> yes. we are. <laughs> good guess. Uh, yeah, no, it's so good. Um, like an. Uh, it's really hard to choose like like horror movie villains sometimes because like I feel like again it always goes back to your typical uh, nightmares, Halloweens, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Um, but like. I love, like I've stated, like I love like the Hannibals and uh, yes. Devil Advocates and stuff like that, or uh, Bill Paxton and Frailty. Um, Ooh, that's it, good. It, it's it, it's when there's an actual villain, villain like we were talking about with Disney, it, it makes it better instead of just like this um, uh, like faceless thing sometimes, unless it's like Slither where it's a hive mind or aliens or so on and so forth. Yeah, I I honestly I feel like Slither was even even though uh, like by 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 then standards it was considered to be b horror like i think it was like the modern day take on the thing in a sense because it wasn't so much i can see that i can see that it, it wasn't so much like the the same it wasn't so much the same exact concept but it was there like i feel like, i feel like it took some notes from the thing and was like hey i'm going to make my own my own thing with what i got from the thing and it was like because you had your yeah, hive I mean, mind. It, it wasn't like a parasite that uh, transformed it. It, yeah. it transformed it and adapted it to its like main body, which was a Michael Rooker's like, character. It was, like, it was like a little slug, like that big, that like shot a dart into someone's into the into the uh, main villain's neck, and he was just like, ah, it mm. bit me. <laughs> but like that, like I, I feel, I feel like it took some notes from from the thing and made it its own in that sense because it was like hey it included a creature feature it included body horror because the one scene where like the the lady is just inflated to 
astronomical proportions. And she's yeah. like, they're tearing me apart. And then she just, and I'm like, oh. One that just popped into my head was uh, Vincent D'Onofrio in The Cell. Ooh. I absolutely love that movie. Uh, Vince Vaughn with a serious role is always good to me. I enjoy it. I enjoy him yeah. as a serious actor. Fun fact about The Cell. The, uh, when, when it came out on VHS, me and my mom, I decided to watch it with my mom. I didn't, I just came home from being out on the, spending the, the summer with my grandpa out on the road, um, which is basically like just a two month long road trip. Me and him, we'd drive across the U.S. while he was making deliveries here and there. And I came home and we had, and my mom had rented it from, from Blockbuster because we were, we weren't supposed to be home for like another two days or something like that. So I came home, I sat down, I started watching it with her, and it wasn't scary at first, but the scene where the kid is talking with J-Lo, and then he, like, turns away, and then turns back towards the camera, and he's like, ah! I screamed so loud, and my grandpa got so pissed because he was in the other room taking a nap. (laughs) And I was like, I didn't get in trouble, my mom did. He he goes... And then he looks at me after he like yells at her to cut the movie off. He's stop and just watch something, watch some cartoons with him until he goes to sleep. So that way you can watch your fucking movie. And then my mom is sitting there laughing about it. But uh, my grandpa goes and he looks at me and he goes, I told you not to watch anything scary. I was like, I know, <laughs> but I wanted to curiosity got the better of me. I mean, that's the first horror movie or horror thing that I've ever seen that I can recall was um when stephen king's uh, books were being turned into movies you had um was it sleepwalkers whatever that uh, uh shifting one was the lane lords tommy knockers uh, uh the cat the cat people one uh yeah that's the one i'm thinking of i, I can't remember what it's called like i want to say it's like Sa- sleepwalkers was it Sa- like that. Was it- I think that might yeah, Salem's Lot was getting uh, was made. Uh, Pet yep. Cemetery, The Shining, like all those. Uh, they were either like direct, or they were movie theater movies, or straight to VHS or made for TV movies kind mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those ones, which was thinner. That was the first Ooh. one I really, really remember watching. And as a kid, I remember because like my parents let me watch parts of it, but when it was too scary i had to lay my head on my mom's shoulder with my fit, head facing away from the tv and she would cover my ears so that way it didn't scare me but like i remember right. they think, thought i fell asleep i peeked through and was watching it and it was like fucking man, I, there was i can't remember it was like towards the end there was one scene just terrified the fuck out of me it was still a good movie <laughs> but like, yeah. yeah i just remember that's like the very first time of like i really remember being like scared from a movie or something like that yeah for me honestly for uh speaking of the shining <clears throat> I don't think Jack Torrance was the villain in The Shining. It, it I, I hotel, never have. It's, it's yeah. the hotel because the hotel itself is like evil. It's like Ghost Ship or um, yeah, Ghost Ship. I I love the opening. I think the movie's all right. I love that opening though. The opening is very like holy. Fuck. Oh my god, yeah. But I don't like the movie as a whole. It's all right. The ones the one scene other than the opening that I like is right is uh, right after the opening where they're sailing out to a different ship and it's got the heavy metal music playing. And like, I just, I loved that song. I was like, yeah, <laughs> but fair, that's fair. A, that. And also that was the second movie I ever went to go see in theaters. And uh, since it was, I want to say it was rated R. I don't remember. I think it was rated R. 
I couldn't go see it by myself, so my mom took me on one of the on one of the few times that you know she she was around. But um, the first movie I ever saw in theaters was Blade Two. First movie I saw was Jurassic Park '92. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was just a baby. I was just born. Yeah, but, no, yeah, we. Uh, I got scared in that because of the T-Rex, but like I was still yeah. watching the movie through like the seats and stuff like this, but that wasn't like, I'm scared, scared. Like I need to, like, I'm going to have a nightmare about this. I was scared as like, Ooh, it's super big and terrifying and loud. So I'm scared. <laughs> it's going to uh, eat me. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no blade two, uh, after I, I've seen, I don't know, like after Jurassic park, I, the next one I can really, really remember. Ooh, I don't even know. <laughs> That's hard. Last- the last movie I seen in theaters was Detective Pikachu with my daughter, my oldest daughter. Oh, if we're talking like most recent time, I went like a couple of weeks ago, went, went to go see a Chevalier, Evil Dead Rise and John Wick 4. Hmm. I, I've heard good things about all of those. They're good. Uh, John Wick is John Wick. Uh, Evil Dead yeah. Rise. It was still good. I just wanted more personally. I felt like oh, they, they could have done more. Uh, yeah. I like the, I think it was the 2013 remake a lot better than this one, but still, that's just me personally. The 2013 uh, version was the one that actually like scared me in my adult, in, in, in my adult life. Was oh, I just loved how viral and like vicious and uh practical, practical. for one yeah and then other uh, number two i just loved like how they t- still had that like over the topness of sam yep. raimi still in there because i mean he was him and campbell were like uh i think they were executive producers on it yeah uh, they were but, but like it's just still is fucking great <laughs> and what's funny if you think about it there's no real villain in the evil dead franchise the books yeah, that that that'd be the best way, unless you know, again, you summon the deadites. Then it's the obviously the deadites. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, like because the 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 truth for me, honestly, it's the object in in that one. Honestly, it's not even the object that's the true villain. It's the person that reads the book. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It it doesn't really do anything if it's just sitting there. But now, if I'm starting to read through it, hmm. I, I felt so bad in the 2013 version for the dude with the glasses. He got so I did not. he did that to himself. Yeah, hippie no, Jesus no. got fucked up. No, the reason I feel bad for him is because of the simple fact that he got so messed up. Oh, he, he got he got stabbed. He got shot. He got shot with yeah. the nail gun. He got uh, I think he got impaled like twice. Oh yeah, no, he got fucked up. And well, I remember when me and my brother went to go see that movie. After the movie, or like during, like some of the end parts of it, uh, mm-hmm. me and my brother looked at each other like, "Do you think they're trying to sell us, you know, fucking duct tape and shit? Because they're like using duct tape in everything." <laughs> Dude, I remember when he like when he got stabbed and he's like sitting there and he's trying to light his blunt and they're just wrapping duct tape around his midsection and he's like click 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 click. Mm-hmm. click. I mean that movie still has like one of my favorite one of my favorite scenes or like visuals in like any movie is from that movie, which is when the chick is just gouging out her fucking cheek and jaw. That is just such Oh my god, oh, yeah. So beautiful, so fleshy, so juicy. It's such a good scene. Like that scene alone, I was like, mm, I fuck with this super hard. <laughs> just chef's kiss. Just, <laughs> oh yeah. That's like another thing I can gush on, but again, I, I go too far apparently when I gush about things I like. Especially in this world, like the, the horror world. 
you know, I, when we, you know, um, when we think about like horror movie, horror movie villains and stuff like that, like, I don't think that the little girl from the ring, the one that crawls out of the TV is truly the villain. I think it was her mom. The one because, that put her in that position, yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I mean, uh, in those senses, like with some of those paranormals, uh, I could fully, fully see that, that thought process with it. Yeah, because like, like, if, if you think about it, if her mom had never thrown her down the well, there would be no VHS tape. There would be no killer girl that crawls out of your TV and leaves you in the closet. Yeah. So it was kind of like... Mm, but at the same time, evil technically won. Mm-hmm. In that I sense, mean, like, she never yeah, died. Yeah. Well, she did, but that supernatural side of her never died. Yeah. And it's kind of like, eh, but yeah, no, I, I, I feel that. I feel that. But uh, one, one, um, one, super, one horror movie creature. I wish that they would kind of leave alone after, the, well, second one would have to be Jeepers Creepers. I was literally just thinking that right now. I'm not going to lie. I was thinking, I was like, you know, one of my favorites was going to be Jeepers Creepers. I mean, yeah. like, the first one is done so well, and I, oh I God, appreciate so well. the second one. We don't talk about the third one because the third one's absolute shit. Uh, if you like that movie, I apologize, but that movie I like the concept of it. I, <laughs> I didn't, do not even like the concept of it. I didn't like the movie itself, but I like the fact that when the, la- like, when the lady grabbed onto the dismembered hand, I like that concept of it because it, like, you find out what it is from grabbing an older part of it. And it just like grabbed onto her and she's like, <gasps> and then her eyes roll in the back of her head. And then she just slowly levitates off the ground. And then he's like, they know. And I'm like, Oh, fair, fair. I mean, <clears throat> I, I love that. Like the first one that it, it, it's utilizing the creature as a whole so well, because you think it's like this regular dude. And then all of a sudden, once they run him over for the first time and you start to see the wings come out, it's just like, Holy shit. And that is, so it takes what it fear what you fear the most and if it likes it enough it's gonna fucking take it but like the scene that like really stood out to me that made me just like super terrified is when they first get into its lair and the entire fucking wallpaper is just bodies yep (laughs) and my favorite my favorite kill in the first one is where he where he snatches the one cop out of the car and then he grabs the other one through the roof cuts his head off and when they stop he walks over, picks up the head off the roadway, flips it over a couple times, looks at it, and then he looks like he's going in to kiss it, and then he just rips out its tongue. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, no, for sure." That that was so good too. But it, uh, it just utilizes that monster so well because it's so there well. vi- visually enough to terrify you, but it's also like hidden enough to where it's like, "Fuck, where is it?" <laughs> exactly. And what's actually funny is that it was based the jeeper, the the, the creeper was based off of an actual person who uh, murdered their wife and threw her down like a kind of the same type of tube. And when um, passersby passed by the tube, they seen him dumping the body. So he got out and chased them until the cops caught him. And then they went back down and then they went back. Yeah, I found out about that like a year or two ago, I want to say, or at least it feels like that. But uh, (laughs) I'm a construct. Time, time is simply just a concept. You just got to look past it. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, after the stuff came out about the director or the writer, whoever he was, the director, being, yeah, no, uh, 
<clears throat> yeah, we we don't talk about the director. Yeah. We don't like to play the director. We, we we like it for the movie itself, not not him. Yeah, <laughs> you can separate you can separate the art from the artist, and I, yeah, well, I, I mean, can. today's standard for today's standards, it's a little bit still hard to deal with. That. I mean, that's a whole another conversation we can have. But I mean, you could just look at the climate today with uh, a certain yeah. subject uh, that that can be brought up on. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like the creeper for the simple fact of that it's it, it's got it like. I know I said that I didn't like Jason and Michael for the fact that they come out that one time. One dimensional in a sense. Yeah. But I like the creeper for the fact that he does have that, that, that time frame of where he's asleep for 23 years and comes out for 23 days on the 23rd, on the 23rd spring, you know? And you're like, like, is it like, is it, is it soon? Is it now? Is he, is he still out? You're like, Oh, mm-hmm. and, and that that just that concept of it is like oh my god it, it, you know it could be today it could be tomorrow and but with like jason you're like all right as long as i'm not near camp crystal lake on this day i can avoid that if it's yeah. not halloween i'm if it's if it's halloween i'm not going outside <laughs> i'm calling mm-hmm. out of work i'm not going anywhere but with like the creeper it's just like he smelled me yeah, he's I'm me. terrified, and something, <laughs> I'm losing something, and I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a uh, there's a deleted scene in the first one where they have him speak. I kind of wish they would have kept it in, but at the same time, I understand why they didn't. Because when they had him speak, he had like a really thick southern draw. Hmm. I mean, again, I can understand that. I'm glad they didn't do that, though. Yeah, I I feel like it would be not as intimidating i guess like that's one of the things too is like i i don't like my creatures consistently to be like a conscience or speaking or anything like that because the less you know it makes it more terrifying what is it I, yeah end i agree what is it gonna do blah 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 blah. like again with the thing it's like what would it do once it like took over the population yeah and that's why i didn't find that's why i didn't find the babadook scary once they showed you like him as a character like the few jump scares they had they got me a little bit I was like, ah okay but like once i've once I figured out like the Babadook as a creature, I was just like, not that scary. Yeah, it's not that bad. But like um, the creeper, why I like the second one over the first one is the bus scene where he's like, where they're all like standing up and he's at the back window and he's picking out of the lot. Mm -hmm. And my, and he, and the one guy like is like sitting there staring at him and he smiles and he just goes, and he just moves out of the way and he winks at him. Hey, I'm like, oh, he likes yeah, to play a little cat and mouse. I like it, him. It's terrifying. Yeah, no, it's literally picking out victims. Yeah, no, for mm-hmm. sure. And like that, that that's the psychological aspect of it. And that's what made me like the creeper is that he's not just a, eh, you know what? I'm going to eat this dude's liver. I'm eat that guy's kidney. Oh, your heart no, looks delicious. Yeah, no, there's a thought yeah. process behind it, but there's a reason because it's trying to prolong its life and whatever, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But like I said, like I, I like when they're in that sense for a survival aspect. Again, when you throw in mm-hmm. your like deep blue sea jaws, like placid anacondas, stuff like that, they're just random killing machines, which I'm okay for one way or yeah. another. Um, there is always an end goal though, but the ones I don't like again, where it's like they're trying to make it sound like they're doing one thing and then going into another. You know, oh, that was sour. I'll say looked like it was a little sour. <laughs> it was a little sour, yeah. But yeah, like um. One one character I understood 
but did not like was uh she's I got her pulled up. Um Annie Wilkes from uh oh god, what is what is the name of the movie where she breaks the dude's ankles with the board yeah, in between misery. them? Misery. I didn't like her character because of the simple fact it like it wasn't because of the fact that she was like a super huge mega fan. She was a stalker, you know, someone that could just be walking around in everyday life. It was the fact that to me, she didn't really have a motive to do what she well, did. Her, her, her motive was to get the book she wanted in the sense, but um, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I could see that uh, for me with that aspect of that thought process is like the reason why I didn't like her is it just again seems like your typical psychotic trying to force a stockholm syndrome kind of thing and i get super tired of that because that's like a big thing with a lot of yeah situations like that in a sense i mean I, one for me that um i also didn't like was how they portrayed um uh oh my god lights out not one not, not lights out um what's the one with uh stephen ling as the blind guy oh uh uh uh, uh don't blink uh, don't breathe don't breathe don't breathe yeah uh is that concept is great but i mean it's like a very just stupid stupid reason on things happening you know like yeah i couldn't the concept of it was fine interesting and whatnot but like overall i'm just like it's an okay movie yeah like <laughs> I, like what blind guy is going to dedicate his entire life to learning his other senses to a superhuman level to where doing he all can, that kind of stuff yeah yeah I, again for the movie's sake i understand it just it, i didn't agree with it no it, like uh, to me i thought he was kind of a like like was it was it was it was it scary the concept yes but like the, the blind the blind old guy being the villain or the monster <laughs> of the movie Ooh, excuse me yeah exactly i was like eh. but i'm like mm. you know it's not really that scary it's like if i don't make any noise he can't he doesn't know where i'm at in his house so i can get the drop on him but at the same time, he's supposed to be like this highly trained badass. I think he was a vet in the movie or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. And then like it, like the whole turkey baster thing was a bit much. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I won't even get into that. <laughs> yeah, that was like, uh, that, that like when I when I seen that scene, I cut the movie off. I didn't even finish it. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. It doesn't happen, but like, yeah, no, I, because I, when I was watching, I was like, are you kidding? That, that's one thing. Uh, um, there's certain scenes in like, there's only been one movie in recent memory that just made me feel so fucking disgusting by watching it is the, the, the art, uh, the rape scene in, um, Last House on the Left, the remake, or the one I was like, oh, yeah, mid 2000s. Yeah, that, that was it, very well done. But that's the problem. It's too well done where it feels mm -hmm. too real. It's just like, I feel disgusted I just watching I, this. But you can't I, look away. Like, yeah. But like that also having, you know, those characters be the main villains is things I like because you could, you don't need that backstory or anything like that. You know, they're just shitty people. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It, it's a good way to do that. But it's like, there's certain scenes that just, that scene specifically is like, fuck. Is, that is too real yeah and if if you didn't like that movie there's a there's an old there's an old version of it there's a remake and then there's oh yeah and the old one's by craven i think um no. No, was it oh no i was i was i wasn't talking about uh, last house on the left there's a oh. there's a movie called um oh god i spit on your grave I've heard I, that. I've it. I refuse to rewatch that movie I, and if you if if you or 
anyone you know has been through what that woman went through in that movie, I highly recommend not to watch it. It is very graphic. It like when I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, am I even allowed to watch this?" Yeah, like it was rated R for a reason, and like it's really messed up because they they what they did to that woman was just beyond reprehensible. It was yeah. Just... I heard it's a very bleak and uh, dark movie. I have oh seen very. It, so I don't know. It's it's like it's like Jigsaw. If you took out all of the stuff that made Jigsaw great and just put in all of the gore and then some. Like hmm. it's turned up to eleven on the on the gore, and I'm like, oh, Spinal Tap, all right. <laughs> yeah, oh, worse. It's actually worse than Spinal Tap. Well, I was gonna say the dialed eleven, baby. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, I'm like, I don't, eh, I don't want to watch it again. I, I refuse to watch that movie again, and I was like, Ugh. no, that's fair. That's fair. But um, yeah, yeah like some of the good things about horror movies is designed to do that, <laughs> and yeah. sometimes it's uses it effect very very well <laughs> and that was one of those instances for me where i was just like bravo for doing it so well that it makes me that uncomfortable but like fuck, like don't ever do that again oh yeah i agree like i like that like that movie i refuse to watch again but at the same time like i would like i don't want to say i was glad to, i was happy that i watched it i was like i was like intrigued to watch it because i didn't know what it was and it was just mm-hmm. in the horror section at walmart and i was just we were looking for something scary to watch at a, at the barracks on halloween and we were like sure hey, shit, this looks, yeah we were like hey this looks good just grab this and we grabbed like four or five different dvds and went back to the barracks and watched them on our ps3 and when we watched that one we like finished it and instantly swapped it out to like a happy movie and we're like I need to feel better about myself. I need something to make me feel joy. It's it's like how I've seen like on TikTok, Twitter, and all these other posts on fa- like Facebook and stuff, where everyone's like, after watching a scary movie, I need to watch a a wholesome cartoon or something like that, so so I could sleep at night. <laughs> oh, one movie that my wife loves, and I I enjoy it. It's not one of my favorites, but I like it's it's not a bad movie by any standards, even by today's standards. Is uh the original Ginger Snaps. You know, I've never seen that. I've heard that's really, really good. I have never it's seen good. it. It's good. It's good. I enjoy the movie. It's it's one of my favorite werewolf movies. But my favorite werewolf movie of all time has to be a tie between American Werewolf in London and Underworld. Right? Like, because... Ooh, what favorite werewolf movie would be fucking hard for me. Oh. I couldn't choose. There's there's several out there that are really really good. There are there. It's really hard to choose from. Like the way that it goes for me is it goes American Werewolf in London, Underworld. Um, I just said it. Wolfman, the 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 remake. Uh, Ginger Snaps, and then oh, uh, Dog Soldiers. I'd have to say Dog Soldiers is number five. If you've never seen it, I highly recommend it. It's I uh, honestly had never heard of that movie, but then I like went on Facebook today for whatever reason, and literally that's all I've been seeing is like it's his twenty first birthday or some shit like that today. Yeah, and I was I was like, I have never heard of this movie, and then they're showing stills from it. And I was like, what the fuck am I watching? What am I looking it's, at? It's a um, it came out in the early two thousand. It came out pre two thousand ten. It came out early, or excuse me, came out mid two to late two thousands. Yeah, like um, Yeah, and um. Uh, if I if I if I describe the plot to you, I'm gonna give away the movie. But basically, um, uh, like it's it's it was made. I don't think it came out in theaters. I could be wrong, 
but I remember watching it on Sci-Fi, the, the, the channel at the time. And uh, basically, it's just about some soldiers fighting werewolves. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about it. But it is one of my favorite werewolf movies because of the simple fact that, like, it has um, that oh shit factor that I think every good werewolf movie needs because they don't have the correct weapons to kill these werewolves and mm -hmm. the werewolves are actually intelligent. They're not just me. They're not just a uh, mindless things. Yeah. Like as much as I love American werewolf in London, it's just a mindless beast. Well, you can, and, it's a and, survival of itself and kill whatever moves. Yeah. And on top of that, you can kill the werewolf from uh, werewolf in London without needing silver. Like, mm -hmm. the, like fucking, they, they were able to just shoot it with like regular shotguns and shit. And can can we talk about the fact how they shot down that long ass alley around the woman, didn't hit her once, and kill mm -hmm. and kill the werewolf? Like, <laughs> oh no, for sure, for sure. But yeah, oh my god, that ending is like it's also one of those things where it's like, did anybody truly win? Yeah, you're like, uh, but yeah, like the dogs, dog soldiers is, is good. They're there's villains in that one, but I'm not gonna if I if I say who yeah, the villain no. is, it'll give away. But yeah, that's um, <laughs> surprise, it's the werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. But um yeah, like it, it it's it's a good it's a good movie. It's not something that I would if you can if you can watch it for free or under under twenty bucks, I recommend it. If you gotta spend more than twenty bucks, you know, do what no, you can when like, you yeah, can. That's, that's fair. That's fair. But, I'm pretty sure it's this place in the stream. I'll take a look for it. It's it's good. Ooh, um, oh I, didn't, I didn't realize what time it was. But uh, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was looking at too. We've been going for roughly an hour and forty minutes now. Um, oh shit! But uh, for for me, I'll do a quick speed round. Uh, I don't like Chucky for the simple fact that I for ages it gave me a reason to be scared of dolls i don't like i don't like leatherface because like there's no there's no not really anything that makes him scary he's just a dude with a chainsaw to mm -hmm. me that's and, fair. that's fair you know it, it's not it's not your michael myers it's not your jason it's not your freddy it's not your hannibal lecter like there's no motive he's just a big guy that's strong with a chainsaw like fair, you know fair. i'm I'm not going to say anything bad about it. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, uh, that's fair. For. Hmm. I'd have to say for Hellraiser. The old one and the new. I don't think the Cenobites are the bad guys. I think it's. Uh, uh, um, what's the name of their map? Leviathan. The Leviathan mm -hmm. is, is the bad guy. Because well, of course, Leviathan. yeah, I mean, they're, they're just servants of the Leviathan. Um, yeah. No, I agree with that. I, I could see that. For me, like, if I wanted to do ones that, like, I didn't like or don't, like, really personally care for, would be some of those those uh, that I can relate with, like, that. Um, others where I feel like, again, you're Jason and Myers, where they're just, you know, I don't care that they're mute or anything like that, but it's the fact yeah. that, like, they, they, they literally are just killing. There's no motive, no reasoning. Yeah. It's just gore for gore, which is fine cool whatever on the flip side like my favorite is again like uh 
uh, Jonathan Kramer from Saw, which is like I love like there is that methodology behind it, and like each yeah. trap and sets of things are designed for said punishment and or sin. Like you survive yeah. this or you want to live, you'll continue to go through this. Um, another one I do also kind of get tired of is the like possessed objects, your Oculus. But like Oculus is a very rare example where I love how they do it, but yeah. I get tired of it where it's like um uh. Even even I don't I don't think that it was possessed. Oh I think it was just James, evil. James Wan. Yeah, it was to say James Wan and uh, Lee Winnell. Uh, Dead Silence. I, I enjoy the movie for what it was. Oh yeah, but but it's like it's the afterlife of the woman doing all of this stuff along yeah. with because of the doll and all this other fun shit. Uh, like that, I do kind of get tired of. I get super tired of just like beating on the same thing of like again religious horror. That's why I'm like super critical on some of those ones. But the ones yeah. I do love, I love. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That uh, honestly, that is fair because I, I love The Exorcist, uh, one, two, and three. Uh, I don't recommend the remake, it, or well, no, not the remake. I'm sorry, the fourth one that came out in like ninety. That came out in like two thousand. I know which one you're referring to. I don't remember the actual name because uh, the third one was like, oh, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but it was uh, like nineties ish, early two thousand. Yeah. Something yeah, like that. I, I like the origin story of how like the Zuzu came to possess Regan and stuff like that, and how you found out about the the demon and the ancient Babylonians and stuff. I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my favorite of the ones, but then you've got um, uh, what was the one with Anthony Hopkins where he got? Can't remember. Anthony Hopkins was a was a was a former priest. He got possessed. Oh, and the then, right. Yeah, the right. I enjoyed the right. Because mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins made that movie, like, it, like, like hands down. Um, yeah, no, made I, that movie. I mean, there'll be always biases. I'm like, one again, when there's a certain actor, actress, or anything like that that's in them, that oh yeah, will immediately make me just love the movie. I don't care how bad it is. <laughs> oh yeah, big, big time, big time. But um, one, one thing I will say that I'm actually surprised that neither one of us have, have talked about was um, what was the what was the last one that you said before Dead Silence? The one I said before, Dead Silence. Yeah, where I like the possession. Uh, oh shit, I already forgot. Um, it was, it was, it, it was right before you said um, Oculus. It was. Well, uh, Oculus was the one I did say before because I love how it's the mirror, but it's not like the focal point. Like everything, you're seeing all this shit happen around the mirror, not specifically yeah. the mirror doing it. Whereas, like again, these other possession movies, wherever this insert the Annabelle, this figure is, or this doll is, or whatever, that's where all yeah. this shit is happening. The um, let me see, it just crossed my mind too. Damn it, and it was something that I'm surprised neither one of us brought up tonight. Oh, it's gonna bug. I, I I hate when we lose train of thought. Like I actually had that happen the other day. I was like, I had a conversation I wanted to have with my wife, and all of a sudden it was just like, I had the thought, oh. and it just <laughs> it, it was something you said. It was something that you said before. It it was in between Oculus and Dead Silence. Something I said before, Oculus and Dead Silence. I'm trying to think now because I was like, I love the possession movies in that sense, but I hate it like, uh, like you were saying, like Chucky. Uh, how I use Dead Silence, uh, or how like, I like saw where it was like the traps are designed specifically for their own. Uh, oh, punishment I remember what it was. Seven. Yes, that methodology behind doing said crimes or your quote unquote acts like yep. how that, that becoming a John Doe is that very 
like you don't know anything about him you barely ever hear him see him or anything like that but like mm-hmm. the clues and the stuff he is doing is just so like oh shit <laughs> what's in the box what's in the uh, box such a good ending because it was not your usual thing oh. <laughs> i was gonna say we lost camera yeah we did <laughs> i thought i, I thought edit that out no worries. I thought you just fucking like DZ the whole hundred <laughs> percent. No, my camera's being dumb. Oh, no worries. Um, but I was also gonna say with uh, like seven. Uh, my favorite, like again, the wrath scene was just very, very well done. I love yeah. that. I, that that I one was so good. I um, let's see for seven. For me, I would have to say that the uh, let's see, where is it? Um, now we're talking fucked up. There's a different one. I, I think it was lust was the most fucked up one. Oh my god, yes. The uh, I think that honestly the worst one. I'll just move that in frame for right now for my talking head. <laughs> but um, let's see. For seven, I think like the most messed up one I'd have to say was the sloth. Was the sloth sin? Because of the simple fact that it was so. Oh yeah, no, the sloth was very good, especially with all the fucking uh, what you may call it, um, air fresheners. He kept on mm-hmm. taking a photo every single day. Had the stool, teeth, urine samples, all that. Like that was such a year dedication. It was so not... so good. And what made it even worse was the fact that like when they when they got there and he was still alive, that that part actually scared the crap out of me because I was not expecting that. Oh yeah, no, I think that got a lot of people. It's it's a very well executed jump scare for sure. Um, very. But the reason why I like the Wrath one the most is not only does it come at the end, but it's like that shows that he wins. Like it, yeah. it's that that nail in the coffin of his plan came through and he saw it through and it, he did exactly what he set out to do. He had that end goal. He knew where it was going. He didn't care. Yeah, he was like, I know what I want to do, I know how to do it, I'm just getting there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I think I think lust with the uh the the knife dildo is like still probably one of the most fucked up things. Oh my oh god. Oh my god, this yes. Thought process is so fucked. So messed up. It was just it was the worst because I think other than that, I think that the sloth one was probably hands down the other the other worst one. Mm-hmm. I, I still think gluttony would also be a fucking shitty way to go. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Because like, it was just, just eating to fucking just explode your stomach pretty much, and then just still being like, fed. oh my god, force fed, and you're just like, <clears throat> excuse me, yeah, no, exactly, it is just so oof. And that's probably, I think that's probably one of the worst ways, one of one of the worst ones, other than the sloth one, because I think all he did was he just tied him to the bed, wasn't it? Uh, tied him to the bed and just barely kept him alive. Yeah, like bare minimum, and you see that degrad or that deterioration of his entire body, like over months, and it's like mm-hmm. it just oh, so good, so it was, good. It's like it was, also one of the very first times like I, I like ever got to see um oh my god, John C. McGinley, what? like because like, he always plays that like asshole character. Yeah, <laughs> and he he does such a good job at it. I think I think I think that was one of the one of the roles that he was made to do. Honestly, was that one? Oh yeah, for sure. He did a really good job in it. Um, 
but yeah no i i loved and that's also like one of the things that really piqued my interest when i was younger when i first saw that movie to read the divine comedy because they've mentioned dante's inferno like so much throughout that entire thing and i think so I just, yeah that's one of my favorite books if not my favorite book of all time i heard it but i don't think i ever read it oh it's so good so good it's it's such a it, it sounds like it sounds like one of the one of the best things to actually like read if you if you want to like follow up on your horror lore and all that fun stuff well it, it's essentially uh his journey through hell <laughs> and that's what i love about it like the, the visuals and how it's told and like the the way it's written as the poem is just right. so good i absolutely love it it's fantastic go. yeah um i mean because dante's inferno paradise and purgatory or sorry inferno purgatory paradise i think is how it is uh it's just so. fantastic says the battery's exhausted but it's plugged into the pc i'll mess with it later it's done no this to worries. me before okay no worries i also think it's probably a good time to call it Fuck, yeah long we were going i didn't either we we were coming up on an hour and 50 so <laughs> let's go but, but yeah like i like honestly there's so many there's so many iconic just movie villains monsters all that fun stuff that we could oh yeah just... no we, we could still keep going on for more i mean like i said we oh yeah barely touched even the tv stuff like i said with slappy i mean we still have like so many others we still have like some of the x-file episode there's so much we could do with the old uh twilight zones uh there's oh, those like, are so great much... oh yeah for sure so we can always circle back to this another time um but yeah yeah let us know what you guys think of like what's your some of your favorites some of your least favorites which ones you thought were like better than others i'm definitely interested to hear about this one specifically because this is like one of my favorite things i love talking about the villains Honestly, it's it's one of my favorite topics, hand down, because hands down, because of the simple fact that like you can look at at the same like three people can look at the same character and draw different conclusions on that same on that same dude. Like I can mm-hmm. say something that I noticed about Jigsaw that Miz might not have noticed, or vice versa, and then mm-hmm. we could have a third person come in and be like, "Oh, well, did you guys notice this?" And both of us are like, "No." Mm-hmm. It, it always always more opinions and hearing more info and intel from everybody is a lot better to get like a better cohesive story <clears throat> especially when you're discussing like the things that you love about them <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah or, big or time. their lack thereof like we were talking about like last house on the left one of those like yeah it's an okay movie and stuff but like that that specific scene is the reason why we do not watch it <laughs> exactly you're just like oh but yeah I, uh, I do have to i do have to agree with ms like let us know please because this is one of those ones where uh I am all about hearing other people's opinions. So uh, the email, you can email us, you can comment on our, on our YouTube um, email is posted on our YouTube email is also posted and a couple of the other social media websites, follow us on Twitter, comment yeah, there if yeah. you want, whatever the case may be, just l- reach out, let us know because uh, there's going to be whispers from the shadow podcast on YouTube, whispers from the shadows podcast on Twitter. And then of course here, on whatever mm-hmm. platform you're choosing to listen to us on um yeah let us know what you guys think let us know what if any villains you'd like to like like to like to you know input on or any or any of that fun stuff or if you'd like to hear our opinion on some of them yeah but uh i guess for me uh i will see you all next time hopefully i can get my camera to work right <laughs> <laughs> it's always tech issues always tech issues and for me i will catch you guys in the next one bye